All right, people, since it is a real one's birthday today and I stick true to what I'm saying right now when I say it's a real one's birthday today, man, I don't care about this guy's legal troubles. I don't care about this guy's troubles, you know, or antics rather, you know, when he's on stage getting into a fight, dealing with a heckler. That shit does not take away from the fact that this guy, for me personally, um, very quickly became one of my favorite, probably top five stand up comedians, comedic actors of all time, man. You know, I didn't get to grow up with people like Richard Pryor, people like George Carlin, people like, unfortunately, people like Robin Harris, who um, before he passed away, I was getting really familiar with with uh, with him. I didn't get to grow up with those people. So I'm not one to jump on a bandwagon and be like, yup, those are in my top five comedians. No, because I didn't get a chance to grow up excuse me, um, you know, watching their careers flourish, whether it was on the stage, whether it was on a big screen, a small screen, whatever the case may be. But this guy, man, I gotta, first of all, shout out and wish a happy 50th birthday to Cat Williams, man. Uh, it's 50 years young, man. I, for some reason, thought, I'm sorry, this is no offense. I don't know if this motherfucker will ever listen to this podcast, but I kind of thought Cat Williams was a little older than that, man. He always just seemed like he was way more seasoned, way older than uh, than a lot of these comedians out here that came out either uh, before him, after, during, whatever the case may be. But nonetheless, people, uh, it is definitely a real one's birthday, man. I, and like I said, I try not to... I try not to give into the tabloids because regardless of what what goes on with the uh, with this guy, he Cat Williams has has had an amazing career thus far. And he's actually very much still around, man. I think he still do. He does a lot of stand up, a lot of touring. But I think he's just more so uh, not in a in a public eye as far as like mainstream media. I don't know if, if I'm, you know, choosing the right words here. I, I, I'm hoping that people will get what I'm saying because, I, you know, there's a lot of, there were a lot of incidents in, in a small period of time that happened with Cat Williams, whether they showed it on TMZ, whatever the case may be. So I think it's good that he's kind of keeping a low profile, but still doing his comedy, still doing his stand up, still making appearances and stuff like that. One thing that I was actually really happy to see him in was season two of Atlanta when they did that when they did that alligator man uh episode man that's one of my favorite fucking episodes because they focused so much on cat williams and he got to do a little it was comedic acting in there but he got to have some serious moments and that's one of the things people forget is that cat williams can actually act you know it's not all comedy all the time but when it is comedy i'm i'm telling y'all man a lot more so his stand-ups but his stand-ups be having me in fucking tears man and my fellow stoners out there if you have not smoked done a bowl rip a vaporizer a bong rip i don't know what it is if you want to smoke out of a fucking watermelon do that and watch a couple of cat williams stand-ups he's got a john in cincinnati he's got the pimp chronicles he's got american hustle it's a whole bunch it's a plethora of shit that he's on that is fucking hilarious but today we decided to go back to uh when i actually first got introduced to cat williams which was friday after next and this came out in 2002 i remembered when this was like being talked about and they said it was going to be released i think it was like back when upcoming movies and stuff like that was a was a functioning website i I don't know if it still is but i know that was one of the first movie sites i was hip to and i remember i thought it was i didn't think it was ever going to come out i'm like friday after next is a a christmas movie that's coming out in november like just in time for thanksgiving pretty much it was kind of strange so i didn't i didn't take it as a joke but i'm just like i don't know if this is like going to come out on time i don't know if they're going to like redo the movie it was a whole bunch of different emotions but i remember seeing it 
And I was like, damn, I think I like this a lot more than, of course, the original is the classic, but I'm like, I think this, I like this a lot more than Next Friday. Next Friday, I've, it, it took me years to warm up to that because it was just hard. Friday set the bar so fucking high. Shout out to F. Gary Gray for directing that movie. Um, but the something about Next Friday, it just didn't sit right with me until years later. And I'm like, well, this movie is legitimately funny. This one... I think I like the cast overall and the camaraderie a hell of a lot better than I did the the, the previous movie. But, um, you know, like I said, we get the introduction to Money Mike's character in the Friday universe played by Cat uh, Williams. I almost called the nigga Mike Epps. My apologies. Uh, but, you know, we got Ice Cube coming back. Mike Epps coming back to play Day Day. We got the late, great John Witherspoon. Rest in peace. Shout out to him. We get Katie Albert coming in. Ooh la la. Super eye candy for Craig and Day Day in this movie. You get Clifton Powell coming back as Pinky. You get some more. Don D.C. Curry. You've got uh, Ricky Smiley in here. Terry Crews. B.B. Dre. You've got so many. I'm telling you, man. Black cinema, black comedy, black royalty on screen. It doesn't get any better than this, people. And this, you know, whether people like, you know, the, 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 I'm pretty sure the series, it varies amongst uh, fans. People like the first one the best. Some people like the second one the best. Some people like this one the best. This one does, it, it stands out, man. But like I said, nonetheless, it's black royalty on screen, man. And I love to see it. I love to see all these comedians from different type of backgrounds or similar backgrounds just come together. You know, for for um, a movie that's way bigger than themselves. Now, this was directed by Marcus Radboy. And hold up, let me just check his credentials real quick. Marcus Radboy, if I'm not mistaken, before I even click on this uh, Wikipedia, John, I think Ice Cube said that he always likes to go with first time directors for these Friday movies. Um, the, the director for the second Friday movie was a first time director and Ice Cube being, I think, executive producer or producer and writer on this film or on these films, rather, he, he likes to go with first time directors and take a chance on them, which is a good, it's a good gesture from him. And, um, Marcus Radboy, this was, I think this was his directorial debut as far as a movie goes. He, he done, he did music videos prior to this. He did Naughty by Nature's OPP. Mary J. Blige's Real Love, Reminisce, Headbanger by EPMD. He did Ice Cube's Wicked video. God damn. Okay, he did PM Dawn's Plastic video, Faith Evans, Soon As I Get Home. Buster Rhymes, It's a Party, Black Rob. Rest in peace, shout out to Black Rob. Damn, this dude, okay. So he's he's very familiar. You know, even for a white guy, he's very seasoned. Uh, he's culturally seasoned, I'd say. So I think that Ice Cube chose the right guy for the job as far as directing this movie. So shout out to Marcus Radboy. Not sure if he's got an Instagram page, but I'll look for it and I'll tag everybody and a mama to this uh, to this post. Now, the only sad thing about this is this was, of course, in 2002, the last time we got a Friday movie, man. And they were trying, trying, trying to work on you know, doing a last Friday movie. Ice Cube has report repeatedly, I meant to say, said that New Line and Time Warner, they're not trying to, you know, they're not trying to cut the check. And it's like, why wouldn't you fucking put the money up to make a movie that's just such a cultural phenomenon that was such a staple in black cinema and just cinema in general? Why would you not let them make a fourth movie? Now, like I said, the late great John Witherspoon's gone. Tiny Lister's gone. You've got all these, uh, all these, milestone actors in the series and actresses uh because yvette wilson god rest her soul who played uh rita in the first movie she's since passed away and you have characters that could have came back but it's like unless you write around them in the proper ways and you know pay homage to those characters then it's it's 
you know, if you can't do that, then it's just go- it's going to be a void that can't be filled, man. So I feel like that we've we've wasted a lot of time. Um, <clears throat> I'm saying it like I'm a part of the fucking movie. Basically, I'm just saying I, w- I wanted one more movie, but I don't know how I feel about it anymore. Um, I did an episode about you know, about is it too late for last Friday? This was a minute ago before John Witherspoon or Tiny Zeus passed away. Y'all can check that out if y'all want to dig through the archives. But people, it's neither here nor there, man. Let's jump into this commentary. Um, Let's just get it out the way for Mr. Cat Williams. It's 50th birthday. Now, uh, this is standardized theatrical run through for this commentary, people. That's just in case y'all are tuning in with me. And y'all know if y'all are tuning in, y'all are the true tutor reviews MVPs. So, that being said, people, let's jump to this commentary for Friday after next. I will hit the play button in three, two, one. And uh, the Temptations will take it away for me. I'm pretty sure this is the Temptations. My ass, I almost said the five heartbeats was singing this song. I need to get my shit together. I really do want to say this is the Temptations doing this version of this song. I want you to be free. Because that definitely sounded like Eddie Kendrick's giving it up in the beginning of that song. Yep, Silent Night Temptations. I knew it. I know what I'm talking about, people. Damn. Sometimes I just need to check to be sure. And shout out to Anna Marie Horsford. Uh, I, I definitely left out Miss Jones. Can't forget about Mama Jones. Eddie Kendricks, he's, he's a bad boy on them vocals, man. Every R&B group needed an Eddie Kendricks. Somebody to hit them notes that you know, any normal singer, if you try to hit it, you you'll fucking bust a vocal cord somewhere. And they brought Chico back. They brought Chico the dog back from next Friday. Cause if you know, for the uninitiated, Chico had originally belonged to the Joker brothers and Rancho Cucamonga. Ricky Smiley is the worst burglar ever, yo. And for years, I didn't even know who the hell he was. Like, I didn't think to look up who played the Santa Claus in Friday After Next. But once I found out it was Ricky Smiley, it's like when you hear the voice, um, in majority of scenes he's in, it's like, okay, I now I know that song. And one thing that. One thing that they not gonna let me get a fucking word out, yo. One thing that always stood out about this movie, for better or worse, this movie is the one that's on slapstick comedy overload. People running in the shit, scrambling all over the place. It gets very cartoonish at times, but for some strange reason, it works for this movie because every Friday movie has its own type of feel to it. They just keep ratcheting up. 
the ratchetness every time. Craig was gonna beat his ass. Was that an ashtray he threw at him? Yeah, Craig was gonna fuck him up. Also, if y'all have never seen the bloopers for this movie, fucking hilarious. Some of the shit they kept in the movie. I'll when we get to those points, I'll let y'all know. That might have been one of the bloopers right there. Ricky Smiley uh falling back inside the apartment when he was trying to escape. You can see. I got my black ass back in the ghetto. The only place where you can get robbed by Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. Man, I don't know if I can handle another goddamn Friday. This shit hurt. Hey, wake up, man. We just got robbed. Chico got up before Data. He's like, what happened? Yeah, Day Day the type of cousin, we we gon' we gonna rumble regularly. What'd you say? Damn. His ass knew he was up. And the funny thing is I mentioned uh how the movie gets cartoonish at times. Here we have an animated um opening sequence. You know, animated uh Credit sequence. Opening credit sequence is what I meant to say. Goddamn. And I actually like it because it's, it's shit going on here. They're not just doing it just to do it. And they've got the sand, you know, the animated sand. I like that the sign in the background says Hollyweed. Like there's something different to to check out the first couple times you see this. <coughs> Excuse me. And if um if this would have been you know part of a friday animated series this shit would have been way better than the animated series they came out with i I wonder if people remember that from back in the day that shit was very short-lived and i i don't remember it being all that good Fucking Santa Claus looked like Nosferatu in that shadow. The way he was creeping like that. Keep out of my grains. Oh yeah, I forget that um This This animated dude with the shotgun is played by Mike Epps in the movie. So Mike Epps gets to play, you know, he gets to do his Eddie Murphy or should I say his Richard Pryor? Because Richard Pryor was one of the first he might have been one of the first black actors to do that, you know, play multiple roles in a movie. He did that in Which Way Is Up. And I remember my uncle telling me that. Uh, shout out to Uncle Drake, Uncle Drizzy. Um, we were talking about who was the first black actor to, you know, was it Eddie Murphy to do it in Coming to America? And he did it in Vampire in Brooklyn, Nutty Professor. But Richard Pryor was one of the first to do that.
you get the two cops. Like everybody's in there. Now it says produced by Ice Cube and Matt Alvarez. I'm wondering was Matt Alvarez, uh, that name sounds familiar. He might have been a part of the second Friday movie. Based on the characters created by DJ Pooh and Ice Cube. So I'm wondering, you know, I'm assuming DJ Pooh gets a check. You know, every Friday movie they get, rightfully so. Because he was a really big part in Friday. And in a lot of other uh, black comedies. Grow House, um, The Wash, did commentary for The Wash, if y'all want to check that out, that's one of my favorite fucking black comedies ever, man. Lying like a motherfucker. See, it doesn't. I'm telling you, we all have cousins like that. He just completely changed the subject. He said, my, my leg is hurting, man. That shit ain't have nothing to do with what he was talking about. Packing the bags. He is a project Santa Claus. Picture old dirty bastard in a Santa Claus suit. Can you picture that? Do you know who old dirty bastard is? Tell me, girl. You ought to be nervous. You're a black cop. You two motherfuckers. Man, he's not lying. I ain't going nowhere. <clears throat> Calm down. I'm calm. You're gonna go sit in the car. Do your fucking job. You're pushing all the wrong buttons, pal. We the victims, man. We the victims. That victim shit is way overblown. Just sit there and shut up. Santa Claus strikes again. Yeah. Makes me want to go home and lock up all my shit. You better stop talking to the police like shut that. Shut up. You better stop talking to me like that. I can kick your ass for the way you act in this morning. Oh, bitch. We gonna still have our Christmas party? How the fuck we gonna have a Christmas party with our apartment looking like this? We can't cancel that party, man. That's all he worried about. The damn party. I invited some nice ass girls and said they gonna fuck for a buck, do something strange for a little piece of change, and I know we gonna make them holler for a dollar. One of them said they was gonna suck my dick from the back. <laughs> they ain't never had that ever happen to me. I'm trying to get see what that be like right there. Yeah, and that was a blooper, people, because that went on for a little while longer. And Ice Cube just put his hands over his face, like, "What I'm gonna do with this motherfucker?" God, Day Day is the worst. Little shot of gonorrhea. That cop's name is uh, his his name tag really says a hole on it, like a period hole. Is like like. Maybe, but since we're nice guys, we're just going to uh, confiscate this plant, take it with us until we find a Santa Claus cut. That plant looks like the ivory from How High. Oh hey, when we find Saint Nick. What do y'all want us to do to him? You know, crack ribs, fractures. It's that homegrown oh, shit, man. I don't know if anybody out there has ever smoked homegrown. It's a different type of experience. Plunger in his ass like they did New York. 
It's very dangerous to grow your own shit, but it's a, a different experience nonetheless. A hole and B dicks. We'll call you. We find it. Like the police, like that. Oh yeah, you got a big pile of dog shit in the middle of your bed back there. I want to check that out. I feel like that cop should have been played by Jim Carrey, and they should have they should have had Jim Carrey for one role. In that movie, in this movie. BB Drake, man. Who's in here with John Witherspoon? And her and John Witherspoon were also in Boomerang together, which I tried to do commentary for the other day. I fucked it up, but I'll eventually get to it. Cause I know a lot of people. Uh, they they actually voted for that when I was posting like rom coms and stuff. So the boomerang commentary is coming, people. Now, I know people, I just don't get, like, when you talk reckless to the landlord. I just don't get it. <laughs> Day Day was up there rubbing one out like it was his last day on Earth. Ugh. He threw his drawers in their face. Now, Terry Crews... <sighs> Listen. Terry Crews is great, man. He's great because... Terry Crews can be that Ving Rhames brute presence on screen, but the motherfucker's always going to do something where he just completely breaks that tough facade and he makes people laugh. It's one thing I do like about Terry Crews. Or one of the things I like about Terry Crews. I was actually hoping after seeing some fan art like a year or two ago, I was hoping Terry Crews was going to get cast as Jax in Mortal Kombat. That'd have been great casting. In your hand, you better. If you finna come see me, or Damon gonna come see you. Simple as that. Yeah. Like, cause your son's a fast shut up. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Craig, tell your fine daddy I said, ah. Uh. What y'all think her breath smell like? She said, ah. Who was that chick? She's in that one scene. Of course, she's a neighbor to them, but he, you know, they, they said, what about them rented tits? I don't know if that was improv or not, because the way she laughed walking into her apartment seemed natural. Oh God! Give a nigga a hug, dog. 
The Craig ain't shit neither because he threw Day Day right into Damon. Ugh. Group hug, nigga. Come on, Craig. <laughs> Group hug. I ain't with it, man. I'm telling y'all. I'm. Mm -mm. Nope. You too strong for all that, bruh. When he said, I'm feeling you, dog, that was O'Shea Jr. all the way. Talking about Ice Cube's son. He looked and sounded just like his son. I don't know how weird that is because he's the father. I, I don't know, but. Damon, Damon got, he got to relax. Soundtrack is dope. Friday soundtracks, I, they always got to be good. It's mandatory. <clears throat> Excuse me. Cops smoking bud and shit. And I like that they brought Day Day's car back. Continuity. This Christmas. It's actually making me look making me look forward to December. It's a good month. It's my birthday month. Christmas. Uncle Why would they even air that commercial? Like, that's how you know that's some hood shit. But anyway, my pops got me and daddy these jobs at the same strip mall. That's Christmas help security. Damn, man. I'm not going to lie to y'all. While I do have my reserves about another Friday movie with, with, with all the people that have passed away, <clears throat> the more I watch this, the more clips I see of the other two Friday movies, the more I want a fourth one. I, I want one last hoorah and i feel like with movies like coming to america doing really good uh the, the sequel i mean do uh did commentary for that if y'all want to check that out which i was i have reserves about that altogether i was not off i was not for it at all and i ended up enjoying that movie a hell of a lot more than i had ever imagined so i feel like something even though it's been years since you know 2002 i feel like uh a last friday movie could work if you write mentions of pops debo rita all the actors and actresses that passed away that were part of this franchise if it's written properly which i'm sure it will especially if ice cube is is uh in the mix and he has a writer you know a person to help him out with the script that he trusts proper producers and all of that uh it, it could definitely work it fucking pops up He's a crack. 
you like y'all niggas is beating the shit out of me, man. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> oh, rest in peace, John Witherspoon, man. I swear that's me and my cousin, yo. Uh, shout out M. Right, man. Craig and Day Day. That that is me and this motherfucker. Or that motherfucker. I said it like he was in here doing a commentary with me or some shit. Some more is dumb. That's a grown woman. I kicked her country ass to the clear. With a little sister. That's how we play as role. She does a lot of um. She's in a lot of movies too. She does a lot of stand up as well. I need to check out more of her stand up. But um, some more was <laughs> she was in soul. She was super freaked out in Soul Plane. Man, that was one of my favorite roles she was ever in because. She was the epitome of freaked out and her and Brian Hooks, she was trying to fuck everywhere. So before they even got situated on the plane, she gave him her panties. She's like, I won't be needing those on this flight. And then at the end of it, she was riding him, fucking him on one of the wheels of the plane while the plane was landing. It was descending and she was fucking him on the, on the, on the plane, like outside the plane. Right, I hate when people do that, man. Y'all know what happened last time? Shit. Well, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna just leave you in suspense. God, I hate that, man. That's how she addresses all her kids. What the hell you want? First of all, don't nobody want no goddamn potato salad. I'm sorry, I don't want no potato salad. I don't, I'm the people. I don't care. I don't eat potato salad. I don't give a shit. For some reason, I don't eat potato salad or macaroni salad. Seafood salad. I can't do it. Just give me mac and cheese. That's it. No, you can put broccoli, chicken inside of it, funk it out, but none of the extra shit. God damn it, John. John Witherspoon was just so. He was just an, a, a comedic entity on screen. He would add these little. 
gestures, these sayings, these little nuances on screen, man, that would live on forever. Ever since, I think the first thing, that's fucking disgusting. He slammed that fly on, ugh, that's disgusting. Yo, that's the dude from, um, not Moly, but the guy in the background that was doing whatever he was doing. That's the guy from 40-Year-Old Virgin. He said, not everybody's a pussy magnet. That was the motherfucker from 40-Year-Old Virgin. Why did they have him in more scenes? So what's up, buddy? What's up? How's the business? They just had him in the background. You're like, yo, you keep, you smack me, I'm going to smack you back. Guys, I hear someone looking for a job. Hi, guys, huh? Hey, I want to ask you a question. I, okay. When we get our guns. Oh, no, no, no guns. You are a top flight unarmed security guard. Top flight unarmed security guards. Now, that's Maz Jabrani, who plays Moly. Um, I really don't know what else he was in. Seems like he was a villain in Bad Boys or some shit, or like a henchman, but who knows? Oh, God. Tayday is such a dick rider, yo. He just put his hand on his shoulder. He's just so eager and happy to be there. Like, oh, God. Holy moly donut shop. Holy moly donut shop. Which is a phrase that I say often on the Tutor Reviews podcast, people, when I'm, like, a little overly excited like Dayday is. Peeps and holes. I'm sorry, people. Um, as far as eye candy for date, uh, not date, for as far as eye candy for Craig throughout this. Shit. Her smile is crazy. As far as um eye candy for Craig in these three Friday movies, <coughs> not to sound like a traitor to Nia Long. Or the chick who played Carla in the second movie. I can't remember her uh, her name. Um, but Katie Albert takes the cake for me, man. Here we go. The man of the hour, people. Just such an, such an exaggerated character, but just so memorable. Fucking Bunny Mike. Get the trunk. Now I wondered what was his inspiration for this character, uh, Cat Williams, to for, for Money Mike. Because he unfolds more and more and more as it. He didn't give you everything that he was going to be throughout the movie. As soon as you see him on screen, like I said, it unfolds, but. He gave you a glimpse of, okay, he's this pompous pimp. I don't know if that was an oxymoron or what, where I said pompous and pimp in the same sentence. 
I don't know. I'll let y'all judge that. If there's any trouble, you come get me. When you take care of it, then come get me. Okay, go. Go. Come on. Come on. Keep it real, huh? Keep it drill. So when you going to say keep a drill? Worry about that, that ain't. I asked the man when the time is right. You just keep your rabbit ass mouth shut. Remember what Damon said. You remember what I said, okay? Don't start trying to outthink me, man, because you're going to hurt yourself. That little ass fucking booth, yo. It's small in here, man. You big in here. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that line, yo. This is actually one of the first pictures I saw back in uh, 2002, or maybe it was 2001, or whenever they were promoting the movie, or doing whatever light promo they were for it. I remember I, this is one of the first pictures I saw online was Craig and Day Day just, just looking miserable, uh, sitting up in his booth, and I'm like, oh, they security guards now. Hope don't nothing happen all day. We can just sit here and watch these females shop today. Matter of fact, watch out. I know that's right. I'm waiting on Smashing to jump up in here. You heard what Mr. Molly said? The top flight security of the world, Craig. Shit, not just the city, the world. Been jacked by Santa Claus, all kind of shit. They need security in the world, Craig. <laughs> shit. One thing, calm down. Slow your roll. Don't let that <sighs> man pump you up, data, and get your ass shot out here. We ain't no damn top flight security of the world. We Craig and Day Day. So just kick back. You heard what happened to the last security guards. You leave me, man. We have to see the last security guards. So how the fuck is I'm going here? Just do your job and I'm going to come out. Yo. They just can't get along for five seconds, man. No problem. That's what makes their, uh, their relationship realistic, yo. Ah, Starletta Dupois. She said, excuse me, sugar. <laughs> oh, God. telling y'all of everything in this movie for me that is one of the most vicious fucking parts ever yo how you say that the women singing to, 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 to church mothers singing christmas carols starletta duprado man i love her in everything she's in um two movies she's in that i did commentary for which y'all can check out Wee's big adventure she was the cop briefly in, in that scene where Wee's talking you know following the police report and she was also a, a Brian Hook's mom in Three Strikes. You can't park right here because there's a new policy. Give me the number or you can't park here in the 
this lot. I ain't never heard no problems you like that, uh-huh. Because you ain't never met a top-light security nigga like me. Uh, now give me the number or get the fucking rolling. Look at that fool. I am not about to get stuck in this shit. I'm not fucking fun, okay? Because I'm in. Well, get this piece of shit out of here. Go ahead. No, I'm not. I'm not playing. That chick in the back, she had a look to her. He said, you better not park this shit. Now, how would now let me ask y'all this? Would y'all feel opposed to a Friday prequel called First Friday? Just like Craig Day Day, Smokey, I don't know. Mike Epps looked like he really fell in that one scene. I don't know how motherfuckers smoke at work. I'm telling y'all, man. I tried it one time. This was uh, the first time I think I tried it was back in... Twenty sixteen, maybe. I was at work and uh, there was a trainee that was there, and he was a younger guy. <clears throat> and he goes, "Yo, let me know when you when you taking a break, going out back. I got, I'm, I'm trying to smoke something." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you can't wait until." He was like, "Well, we about to close up." I said, "Yeah." And you know, the managers had left. We just had the floor manager there, which you know we were cool with her, but. It was just three of us there, you know, for the most part. There were no big head honchos up in there. We were closing up for the night. And this motherfucker, this young boy had, like, Girl Scout cookies, Kush. He had three different buds mixed up into a Dutch. I'm telling y'all, man, when I say it took me, on my behalf, like an extra 30 minutes to close up my shit, I, I, I couldn't even function because I'm thinking, like, yo, am I doing this right? Do they know I'm high? Is somebody gonna walk in here? Am I gonna get robbed going outside? Like I didn't. I'm telling you, I can't do it. Ricky Smiley even had the fucking Christmas colored chucks on. Said the nigga that's robbing somebody. I love how Uncle Elroy still got the fucking L in his mouth.
I stole it. <laughs> Uncle Elroy was not playing. Shirt and all. He's like, what are y'all not doing your job? <laughs> <laughs> he said, Dodo, you on crack, buddy? I fucking hate the cops and I hate Moly, yo. I, I do, because they're just ineffective. And I know it's supposed to be that way because it's a comedy and Santa Claus is supposed to get away with shit. Just let it go. Get your goddamn hands off me. Me, my cousin, and my daddy, we just got jacked just a minute ago by Santa Claus. But your security guard, buddy. That's why I asked your ass for them two flashlights. <laughs> Right. That is messed up twice in one day. And I love that. I, I Ice Cube does it in every um I think he does it in every movie where he looks at the camera and just breaks that fourth wall type of thing. He did it in the first movie. I don't know if he did. Did he do it in the second movie? He did. When Carla was like, he was like, I got my cousin downstairs waiting. Carla was like, well, let's make him wait. He looked at the camera, but then he looked at the camera when, uh, when his, when Paula Jai, Paula Jai Parker pulled up and, um, Nia Long was coming out the house. Ice Cube looked right at the camera like, oh shit. Terry Crews, man, this mother like Terry. I love that Terry Crews is just so comfortable with himself that he can play these homoerotic roles <laughs> as big as he is. Like I said, he's like the next gen. You know, I don't like to make comparisons, but you know, me being a movie buff, as it's all I do sometimes. He is the next gen Ving Rhames. He's that guy that can. Ving Rhames can be, you know, he could blow somebody's head off in Dawn of the Dead. But you can go back and see him in something like Chuck and Larry or whatever it is, Holiday Hearts or something, where it's just not what you expect. And Terry Crews can be in Expendables or he can be in this movie, you know, fucking, <laughs> fucking twerking to Tupac's How Do You Want It video. She's just super nosy. What kills me is when she takes the weed. What type of little ass condoms is that? I'm, I'm, those, I, those no name brand condoms are suspect. That's some dirt too. Aww. Poor Miss Pearly. Popeye. 
Oh, Bishop Magic Don Juan. Santa Claus? Yeah. Yeah, for the second time, y'all ain't do shit. Get on my nerve. If I build it, the hoes will come. God bless you, Mike. Keep your game tight. He'll play on the check. Shut up and stop talking to her like shit. I, I, oh, Craig, yo, Craig got game, man. Craig will just give a look, and these they be on him. He like, I would have been like, oh, you don't see that fine ass chick in the form of Katie Albert over there? What's wrong with you, bro? She just spray painting snowmen. Such a sweetheart. You can make a snowman in 80 degree weather. Yeah, well, anything is possible. All you need is a can of snow. God damn. And <clears throat> this is the thing. I think this, yeah, this is the first time I seen Katie Albert because she was in, I think, uh, not too long after this, she was in, uh, she was in Soul Plane. She was also in Soul Plane. Uh, you don't like the flashlight, though? <laughs> I liked her in this better. Uh, I just hated that she was under the wing of, you know, Money Mike. She has the, I'm telling you, the craziest. Let me shut my ass up. <clears throat> my name is Day Day, right? It's my big head ass cousin. You know, Bevo Lottie got more hair than he got body. Check this out. I just spotted Cock Block McGee right here. I'm going to let you know it ain't your booty, it's your beauty. If you see anything suspicious around here, <laughs> let me know because I got my eyes on everything. Let's start off by getting everything. Money, that's the only way we're going to be able to communicate. No, on no, the cell what you got to do is Let's get your ass back to that. But booty. man, she like me. Now that dude and this, I don't know what that actor and that actress name is, but that guy, he was also in another movie Ice Cube was in, Terry Crews was in it also, uh, the guy with the gap, he was in uh, Lottery Ticket, he was the dude, he was the manager at Foot Locker that Bow Wow worked at when he was like, you're 22 minutes late Kelvin, that's coming out of your paycheck, <laughs> he said there's more to the job than just being about shoes buddy, remember that, he was a fucking asshole in Lottery Ticket, and um, the chick that was behind him was in How High. Um, she was the girl that was going on a, a blind date with Ivory. And he had those dreadlocks. And she was like, nigga, you are a wolf. <laughs> it's like, yo, there's so many faces. This is why I love black cinema, man. Comedies in particular. Because it was so intertwined, man. Fine. They tried to set him up. 
He didn't even go for the customer. He went for the the, the mannequin of Bishop. He said, "How he said how you turn him off? <laughs> you ain't sick no more." Fucking him up. <laughs> Yo, he called her Sicily Tyson. <laughs> Rest in peace, shout out. But if they ever do a biopic, uh, it's not a bad likeness. I wonder, are these jokes written? They can't be written because you don't know who's gonna, who you're gonna cast when the script comes in. So I feel like a lot of this shit, when they compare somebody to somebody, it, you know, joke-wise, that it's, it's spot-on improv. There's no way in the script that says, you going to jail, Cicely Tyson. There's no way Dady says that in the script. He made that shit up. Pops is just getting a kick out of it. He was gonna cut somebody's fucking throat. <laughs> they lifted his ass up in the air when they grabbed him. He was about to hurt something. Donna looks so discouraged. And look at Day Day Dick Dicky and again. Speaking of cockroaches, where was your antennas when them niggas were stealing my shit out of the stove? I didn't see him taking anything. You didn't see him taking anything. Well, look next time. Use your eyes. They ain't supposed to just be hazel. They ain't supposed to do some goddamn work around there. This ain't for play. I don't do this for fun. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Oh, be careful. Oh, gee. Well, you know what? I, that was a show. Uh, Dismiss was a show back on like MTV or something. You need a hold of water, play but you can't make a thing. You dig what I'm saying? I got to keep it nice and breezy around this bitch. Now, I wonder whose idea was it to give him like the missing teeth in the front? Because, of course, Cat Williams isn't missing his teeth, but the way that he talks uh, makes it so that it's it's realistic. Can we get some clothes? 30% off, 40% off, a FUBU short set? You don't need shit. 
Look, I'd have took that bread. I'm sorry. Let me check my palm pilot. <laughs> Look like I ain't doing shit. Bring a bunch of bitches. I'm talking about a busload of them hoes if you can. I was just gonna get drunk and watch the Grinch, so I'll be there. I'll get the drink from y'all later, and I'll see you later. Sound like me on Christmas. Like if I, you know, if my daughter's with her mom, and I don't have my daughter for a, you know, like Christmas Eve, Christmas the day after or so. I'll um, I'll get well, not necessarily the Grinch, but I'll get drunk and watch like Home Alone, or Christmas Vacation more than likely, because that's that's those are the two to go. With. If you don't get the fuck out of my establishment, disrespectful ass bastard. That kid. That kid that's right there with the braids, the light skinned kid that's on the back of uh, Uncle Elroy. He is a. Uh, he was on Roll Bounce. Um, I can't remember what his name was in the movie, but he was definitely on Roll Bounce. He was on another movie with Bow Wow called Hurricane Season. If you guys have, uh, if you guys are sports basketball in particular fans, um. I recommend you watch that movie. It's based on a true story uh, after Hurricane Katrina. Uh, Forrest Whitaker plays the coach, but that kid was in there. He was the one that didn't talk. And he was in that movie Holes with Shia LaBeouf. But I know him and Bow Wow are friends in real life, but it's funny. He was... He's a young boy in this movie. Uh, here we go. Date Ages, he was the first one going. Day-Day was not fucking around, yo. He was running for his life. Damn. They just broke the, the fence down. <laughs> oh, well, boy's like, listen, I'm not playing with y'all kids. I'm taking this belt out. And I love that shot of the chase sequence just going on, but then the camera just turns to uh, Ricky Smiley jumping out of somebody's window. Santa Claus robbing somebody again. Is that smiling faces playing in the background? That is smile of faces in the background. Donna, man down. 1130. Hmm? Donna, play it now. Who do you think you are? Go move. Did you hear me? Yo, Money Mike was screaming for his life like he's being murdered. Meanwhile, the dude, he was like literally yay high in comparison to Katie Albert. He was like literally at the height of her tits. 
which is not a bad thing at all. I'm pretty sure he had the best shot in uh in the entire movie, but Knock a shore. Oh yeah, Molly about to get jumped. He said, "Yeah, Clyde and Dodo." <laughs> oh god, damn man. Yo, Mo. Yo, I heard you had two more security guards when I got this with harassing my grandmother that night. Yeah, I got two new guys. And thanks. Dodo, you remember what we did to the last security guards, don't you? Yes, I do, buddy. Well, what happened to him? You tell him we said this. I wonder if he got he was inspired by Marlon Wayans because Marlon Wayans always did the help me please help me please that dude right there was also in lottery ticket he was the one that was like telling Bow Wow he was like man I know a dude that got stacks of money he got racks of money he got cracks of money same dude i'm telling you black cinema black comedies being close-knit i love it so much because you can go back and look you know the same way i'm doing with this movie like oh that person was in this oh that person was in that gamoli got that kaiser sose limp right now because he got fucked up I wish that line could have been delivered better. You have to say it in every Friday movie because it's, it's iconic in the first movie, but it's 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 very different when it's said outside of that first movie. You're fired. I got this this Godfather, uh, you know, padding in my gums right now. Moly jumped in the praying mantis ninja stance. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, man. I'm sorry, y'all. The more that this movie goes along, God damn, man. We need one more. It's only right. I can see if they intended for this to be the last one, like forever, but the fact that there have been plans for so long to make a fourth movie, man. It's only right. Some pork chopper so chunkies. That's what I thought she was say because she was Red Man's mom and uh, how high? She's like, I'm gonna warm me up some pork chopper chunkies. <laughs> hey, hey, that's that shit. Like I said, it's gotta be a good soundtrack if it's a Friday movie. Mm -mm 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 -mm. 
a rent party. You just charge everybody in the hood to come kick it with you. No. That was a nice transition shot right there from uh, the street to the party. Don't need no hate Was that Sasha Kemp from How High in that movie? I mean, in that scene right there. Come on, everybody, get on down. Cause you know we about to get it crumb. Everything is in this hot tonight. I know it ain't the feeling right. Come on. Oh, no, that was, I don't think that was Sasha Kemp. Terry Crews, like, yo, I can't, I can't sit at a party comfortably and not be ready to fuck somebody up, man. I don't know how to have fun. <laughs> it's like Clifton Powell's back, people. Them extras in the background. I wondered, was that is that just dancing or did they exchange numbers during this shoot? Nah. That's why I liked when Ice Cube said that line um, in All About the Benjamins where he's like, uh, my money feels better than pussy. Damn, she kind of looked like Jada Fire, the porn star. I don't know who she is. Damn. That's uh, that's the girl. Uh, she was dating Ryder Strong. Sean from Boy Meets World. I forgot her name. Was her name Angela? Yeah, because Lollipop was sliding. She was ready to let Dre be right up on her. I said Dre. I meant to say Craig. I never noticed Uncle Elroy and, and uh and, and Cookie dancing in the background, <laughs> and John Witherspoon and uh and Anna Marie Horsford dancing in the background. I never noticed that. See, that's why it's good to go back and watch these types of films. Living it up, you think? Everybody that be living it up, you think? He's so antsy, like Terry Crews just can't sit still. Donna walked in looking like she floats when she walks. I don't care what y'all say. Ja Rule had the 2000s on Smash. That that song was actually decent. It was a cover for. Uh, it was kind of like a remix of a um, a Stevie Wonder song, if I'm not mistaken. So 
So obviously they got clearance for that to be such a big hit. It was a Ja Rule and Case. Craig, I checked her. <laughs> he didn't pay Donna no mind. He was he just locked in on Money Mike. Motherfucker, you ain't even got to ask him. He got phone books strapped to his to his stomach. Oh no! Like Damon's the way he's checking him out is just so uncomfortable. It's like he's working security for an artist that he has a crush on. He got phone books strapped to his arm too. Craig is like, oh, whatever. She said it smell like ammonia. Oh God, this is. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> you could hear you could hear the uh the the tremble in his voice she like motherfucker i was in boy meets world you you don't want no problems or and how's he calling Craig sneaky? Like Craig don't Donna don't fucking <laughs> Craig, man, my guy. That's my boy. Pretty clean for a bachelor. Pretty clean for it. What's that mean? You funny, huh? And I like how he laid on the bed. She laid at the edge, you know, not to impose. And he got right up on her. I'll come to where you at if you don't want to come over here. And I'm all I'm all up in your world right now. This is a great scene. I ask myself that same question. What am I doing way out here? Away from my family? This time of year? It's just hard. I love how she just kind of like touched his like cheek chin and oh he almost had it almost had them lips Get the fuck out of here. 
strike me anyway. Cock block McGee. You know what? Don't pay no attention to Day Day. That boy, he just you fool. Let's just go before Mike comes busting in on us. Okay. I'd be like, no, we ain't gotta go nowhere. We ain't gonna go nowhere, baby. I ain't never gonna be no pussy. <laughs> what if I try to get a lock right now and just. Shit. I'd have been like, listen, I'll. You ever seen MacGyver? Well, here's the remake. I'll make a lock like you wouldn't believe. Somebody busting in on us. Like, nah, you better, you better improvise. God damn. And of course, uh, that's one of the things, as funny as it may be, um, one of the things that has to happen in a Friday movie is Mr. Jones, John Witherspoon's character, has to take a shit. And we <laughs> we won't get that if we ever do, you know, by the grace of God, get a, a last Friday movie. She's looking at him like a deer in headlights. You got that lined up. Mind if I use yours? No, come on in. Where is it? Down the hall. Now, I, th I always thought it was funny that um, she had the hots for Mr. Jones. And they were an actual married couple in Boomerang. They were uh, David Allen Greer's parents. The fuck was Pinky having a seizure in that scene right there? Oh my god. Both of their women were like, listen, we sliding, but we don't want y'all to fight right now. Wake your bitch ass up, Lucky Charms. I like my bitch wet and squirming. I thought I was dreaming. Ugh, God. It's a wet dream. Yeah, it's considered rape, Damon. Hashtag me too. Or hashtag he too. Oh no. Oh no 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 no. You Jesus. Play pimping is what he said. Sound like the most Jesus. Oh God! Sound like the most aggressive therapist ever. Shit! Oh my God, man! 
<laughs> this is where Cat Williams started to let it rip, man. He started Money Mike. He started to let it rip. She wasn't, Mom Dukes wasn't playing no games, <laughs> cause she knew, she knew what was up, she knew Miss Pearly wasn't shit, and she knew, uh, you know, she knew Mr. Jones was unknowing. Yeah, he almost got caught up. He's feeling himself. Get your ass off of that heifer. get your ass off that heifer. Shit got real. They still dicky. Give me a call when you get a chance. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Hold on. She look. She, she looking right at Craig. Hey, what? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Get these players. Look how wild Money Mike's hair is. You ready? Oh, I'm ready, player. Count of three. One count of three. Here we go. Mm-hmm. One on your balls. Two grab a handful. Three. Go. Go. Went right after him. Jesus. Donna, Donna was vicious though. The fact that she just pulled off on that motherfucker, she's vicious, yo. You see that mother? That, that, that. He, he didn't want broken. He didn't want broken. 
we go. Third act chase sequence. It's mandatory though. You had you had to have this happen. My question is, what the fuck is the weather right now? Because Ice Cube's got, well, a black tee on. And Day-Day's got like a half sweater, half leather, a slether on. Or is it just a cool breeze? I, I, I don't know. What weather out there is like in Cali? I, I have uh, no idea. Damn, he stole a lot of shit. Like stereo. Like look at all. Those... Oh snap! Dada, I always wanted the Extra medium. This could be our last chance. You keep your timid ass here. I'm going to get my shit. I know that's right. Why day they running like uh Samuel Monroe Jr. or whatever his name is from Menace to Society when he was running out the house to, to go kill Kane? He was like, I'ma handle this nigga for you. He was running all low to the earth. Yeah, we I'm telling you. Me and my cousin would have called that Santa Claus. We'd have whooped his ass for a good while. We ain't calling no cops, no nobody at that point. He had to snap out of it like, yo, am I still alive? He bounced right the fuck off of that wall. Or that window. Like, how you think you're going to jump out of a boarded up window successfully? It's not glass. Oh, now see. Again, with the it's, it's very slapstick. It's very cartoonish slapstick. Motherfucker just got clotheslined by a clothesline by a clothesline. How about that? There here goes the Mike Epps character with the shotgun. <laughs> Yo. He can't even handle like the recoil. The kickback from that fucking shotgun is is, is is messing him up. Come on out of there! My apologies, people. Uh, clearly, somebody out there just got the unrated director's cut extended version of Fast 9, and they're out there just practicing like a fucking annoyance. What pisses me off around here is like when they rev them engines up all loud and obnoxiously like that, you're doing all of that to either go to a stop sign or a, a street light. I'm, I'm not sure what the motive is. Oh, 
<laughs> he tried to fucking swing and take Ice Cube's head off with that pool stick. Uh, he said, "Not in my house." The old head wasn't playing no games. That guy with the braids was in something too. He letting off shots he don't even plan to. Damn. Yeah, ain't, ain't no way Santa Claus would shit. Ain't no way he would have got up after that, right after that. There's no way. The motherfucker fell on an awning through a glass window. I love that character, the old man that Mike Epps played. Oh, <laughs> now see, what I mean by how it got cartoonish, there's no way if he got hit by that car he would have rolled around that many times, but because it, this one is very slapstick comedy-like, um, it fits the bill. They bought back the same limo driver too from uh, next Friday. CW. I love it, yeah. They fucking tied him to a roof. <laughs> it fucking Christmas lights. I love it. We just took our stuff back to the party and left Santa Claus on the roof for the police to get. As far as I know, he's still up there talking shit. Come together. And Money Mike, you know, he's still getting chased by Damien all through the hood. Hence why we, we need another one where he's still getting chased from, you know, they'll be like, what, since 2002? Be like, yep. Money Mike kept running. He does his thing, but... Oh my god. So we hooked him up, and I even kept Day Day's dumbass occupied. 
and a German Shepherd mix. That's till my mom's walked in on me. And right oh, you know how players. At least they, they got to have that threesome. I wanted to bring her fine ass back to the party. Got her in my room, slid the dresser in front of the door, and got myself an early Christmas present. Yep. Craig made out like a bandit though. They, they got two chicks at the end of the day, and one of them was a chick from Boy Meets World, but. <laughs> oh, people, we have survived once again. Um, not just another commentary on the Tudor Reviews podcast. We have survived a Friday after next, people. And if I gotta give this movie a rating. I, you know what? In in every fair sense, right? I will give this a nine out of ten. And what keeps it from a ten is the fact that we brought characters back. Um, you know, of course, you had to bring back Ice Cube. It's not a Friday movie without Ice Cube, without Craig. You had to bring back John Witherspoon. You had to bring back Anna Marie Horsford, who actually wasn't... Anna Marie Horsford wasn't in uh, Next Friday. She was mentioned, but she wasn't in there. But there was so many... For this to go back to the hood from Rancho Cucamonga in the last movie, we didn't have Regina King. You know, there were a lot of characters in that original movie that were in the hood that we didn't see that I wish we saw. It felt like we brought more characters back from... Um, not more characters back from next Friday, but we did bring back Uncle Elroy. We brought him back a new girlfriend who was related to his girlfriend from next Friday. And we brought back Pinky, who brought back chicks. But I wish that I wish that there was more connective tissue with, uh, you know, character and story wise, excuse me, uh, for the first movie. But it's a strong 9 out of 10, man, because like I said, the slapstick comedy works. You got to ratchet everything to fuck up at this point in the third movie. Uh, people expect it from a Friday movie because the first one was just all over the place uh, in, 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 in the best ways possible. Um, it, it wasn't, you know, there were <laughs> there were dramatic moments. There were serious moments. There were uh, there were like action moments, fight sequences, chase sequences, whatever case may be. But it's comedy at heart. And um and you had all of that so I I I, I can really appreciate that. However, um, <clears throat> after watching this, I do want one more, man. I do want one more, and I I can only hope. I'm um I'm going to tag Ice Cube and uh you know everybody that has a fucking Instagram page to this man, and hopefully y'all hear this, and hopefully New Line and Time Warner, whoever's coming up short or not trying to come up with the money at all gives y'all the money y'all need to make one more because i feel like even with the the characters that have passed the the i'm sorry the actors and the actresses that have passed away that have been a really intricate part in this series i feel like you can write it in a way where they are honored um so well that it'll do the fans uh a lot of justice because we are at the end of the day dedicated to the series as a whole um you know i, I, I we need one more god damn it the fuck New Line, stop playing. I'm tagging y'all too. New Line and Time Warner, whoever is is, is, is coming up short, I'm tagging everybody. But uh, people, I, I love watching this movie, man. It's got me in black cinema mode, actually. But I do kind of, I, I, y'all know I hate to talk about it, but I do kind of want to do commentary for, um, you know, it's Selma Hayek's birthday today. It's Keanu Reeves' birthday. I was, I was either going to do for Selma Hayek uh, the faculty or 
um, from Dust Till Dawn. Of course, can't do the Eternals. I'd rather do that, but that shit didn't come out yet. Or, uh, you know, maybe something for Keanu Reeves along the lines of Speed. Maybe John Wick 1, 2, or 3. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out, people, but we are definitely back back in the building definitely got some trailer reactions to do that i truly missed out on and i want to you know give them my fair critiquing but y'all already know where to go man and if y'all don't <clears throat> excuse me people uh had a little bit of a, a little bit of phlegm in my system just now but you know in the case that y'all don't know where to go which y'all should y'all y'all should be telling a friend to tell a friend at this point but if y'all haven't um you know for the uninitiated y'all can follow the podcast on anchor spotify iTunes, goddamn, did I just have a brain fart moment? Uh, I, I really think I did. Y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Podbean, and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tutor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And, ooh, am I, am I forgetting somebody? I almost did, people. I'm telling you, I'm all over the place because I feel like I haven't... I feel like I haven't done an episode in forever, so I start to lose like start to lose my step a little bit. Um, but also shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Horror Virus. And last but not least, shout out to the two the reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. Like I said, y'all are still tuning in, still keeping this shit afloat, man. Y'all have been doing a fucking hell of a job. I don't look, I don't I wanna know who's tuning in, but it's like at this point, y'all keep doing it and y'all tell me after the fact if that's the case man because um y'all already know the love and support that y'all show me i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly romero tutor another episode of tutor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next one